Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tape down the lower parts of my pants. I'm gonna put cheese near my feet. They're all gonna run down there. And for one minute, I'm gonna squirm. Squirm like a, you know what, I can't say it. But after a minute, I let them out to eat the cheese, I'm gone. Thousand bucks in my pocket. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Oh, baby. Have we ever. Yeah. Uh, Pat is M-I-A. Pat. That means he's meeting in Africa. He has a meeting in <laughs> yeah. Africa. It's about Tanzania news. He's got to go <laughs> meet up and get some work correspondence on uh, what's going on. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he's really on scene. I mean, our budget expanded. Yeah, it, just, it went from <laughs> it went from zero to being able to fly out Pat to Tanzania. So, you know, you can do the math. Yeah, <laughs> eight thousand yeah. dollars. I don't know. Big. Yeah, just big, just big. I, it's getting big. Well, Steed, I actually speaking of of flights and things, I this actually story that happened a couple weeks ago in May. It happened in May, so that's more than a couple weeks ago. But did you hear about this? Uh, <laughs> The Indian couple that had a wedding on a plane? I did not, and I'm surprised you weren't there with all the weddings you've been going to. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would have been a good way to get out one of the weddings on the way to one of the other weddings. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That would have been a good way to do it. But this, so this <laughs> there's this Indian couple. If you see these pictures, it looks insane. But they basically held a... Uh, so... <laughs> The the state that they lived, uh, Tamil Nadu, uh, that they had restrictions of 50 guests at like an event for a wedding. Yeah. So they didn't want to follow those guidelines. So they rented a plane so that they could oh be in the God. air and have 160 guests in, a, in an effort to escape the uh, COVID restrictions. And... <laughs> How? Look at this. They basically rented... They basically you know, rented a Boeing 737. Um, and yeah, from that's from to Bangalore. And uh, yeah, it would be very expensive. But if you're splitting between 160 people, Indian weddings are usually pretty extravagant. And this one looks like it. I mean, I, you would definitely remember this wedding. I mean, is it a little insane? I'm, these, these, pic, these, it looks just super packed. I mean, everybody's sitting down. It's so crowded. I found just... pictures. It's so crowded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, they do say the planes are pretty safe because they circulate the air pretty well. So maybe oh, yeah, better sure. than, than the uh, <laughs> than doing this on banquet hall. But I thought it was just a funny. It's a good way to like you know just beat around. You know, using airtime. You know, instead of maritime law, you're just like, all right, well, I'm in the air. I'm technically not in that state anymore. I guess I can just do whatever I want up here. It's yeah. a uh, no I like rules the, in the air. Yeah, no rules in the air. You're above the law, literally. Yeah. 
And what are the rules? Can you murder people on an airplane? Is that legal? I, th- I would think so. I don't see why not. Yeah, because if you can murder people in the ocean, uh, I mean, as long as you're up higher than out is on the ocean. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to Google that. How high up do you need to be to murder? Okay, good idea. But I just said I thought it was a smart idea on their part to do that. Uh, is it a little uh, insane? Yeah. But, you know, I would say it'd be a wedding that you never forget. So good on them. Uh, Steed, uh, while you're doing that, was there something you wanted to get to? Yeah, I want to get to how high I had to be to murder. Yeah. What was the answer? Uh, there's no answer. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a little bit more to you. Okay, that'll be something we can get to later. Um, I just wanted I wanted to talk, uh, me and Jay, me and you, Jay and I, we saw each other this weekend. A rare yes. occurrence these days. <laughs> Except we do, I do have you booked for one weekend in October. Yep, you're on the books. You're on the October books. October 23rd. Down. I got Steve it on day. the books. Day. I know, Steve Day, I got it down. <laughs> That's how busy Jared is. I had to book him more than a month in advance. <laughs> <laughs> it's an all-day event. Um, it is. Anyways, we saw each other. We went to the Arlington Racetrack, the soon-to-be-destroyed, presumably. Soon-to-be-burned-to-the-ground yeah. Arlington Racetrack. Yeah, I think they'll light it up. So it's a it's Arlington International Racecourse. It is a horse track uh, for betting on the horses. Betting on the ponies, as they say. Yep, yep, betting on them ponies. Um so I ended up, I put $100, that was my limit. Yeah. Uh, I lost every single penny. I did not win a single bet. Did you? Were you doing trifectas the whole time? I was doing trifectas. I was yeah. trying to pick winners. I was. Oh, you were trying to pick winners too? Okay. I was doing, I was boxing shit. Yeah. It, was, it just didn't work out. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, so... I've gone there times and done okay, you know, maybe making up a little more than I've than I've gone. I've never made like a ton of money. I that seems to be the most random of all of these sports betting things. Like it is Oh my god, yeah. I it is so tough to to do well at that. Like the odds should there's some where the horses are like 2 to 1 and then the next closest one is like 5 to 1. That's a that's a significant Yes. Freaking thing. And the favorite never wins. There was one race where the favorite won. That Irish horse, if you remember it. Yeah, it's... it's that was the like, only race out of eight or nine races that the favorite won. Well, and sometimes they win, but then their odds are like, you don't win any money. Like, six to five yeah. or something. It's like, all right, what's the point of doing that? It's <laughs> no, like, a, you know, you're winning a dollar ten on your dollar that you bet. Yeah, it does. It's it BS. B-B-S. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah to me it's less just because it's such a cool environment though I really like the location of it it's it's a cool for those that have not been there not been in the Chicago area it's like in the middle of the suburbs but it is surrounded by trees these big trees and you kind of feel like you don't feel like you're in the middle of the suburbs you can't really see any other buildings around and it's this huge yeah. location and a cool kind of pond area in the middle classy uh, we were upstairs. Um, very, it's very classy. Very classy, very classy. Steve had a nice Vegas jacket on. Vegas jacket and a fun hat. Yeah, and a fun hat. Yeah, we both had fun hats on. Good times. Big hat guys. 
Big they have guys. some fun drinks you can get. Yeah. Um, you get to look at the horses before they go out, so you know which one to pick. Yeah. Yeah, you don't and, want to bet on you know a gray horse or something like that. That would be dumb. Yeah, I I think I did bet on one gray horse. And guess and what? You didn't I win lost any races. Every single yeah. bet. I lost yeah. every yeah. <laughs> every darn bet. Yes. I made. Yes. Uh, but that that got me thinking. When I was watching all these horses run, Jay. Yeah. I was. I started to think about those horse cocks. Oh no. Any no, any normal man does, right? Yeah. So I tried to find. I wanted to know what the biggest, what the biggest horse penis in history was. Yes. I couldn't find it. Okay. Never been As heard. apparently. That's not a stat that people keep, uh, which makes no sense to me because if I had a horse with like a huge penis, like, yeah. and I'm a, if I was like a horse guy and I saw one with just like a massive ween, I would be yeah. like, I'm going to measure that and yes. I'm going to tell all my farm buddies and then it's normal because they're horses yes, or something. Um, but I found, I looked it up, I, you were actually talking to me when I came upon just men's penises, uh, human men's penises. Uh, <laughs> That's it a was dangerous a mis- Google search. It was yeah. a misleading article, and I got to see a couple dicks today. The old Bane switch, yeah. Yeah, but then I found uh, a penis size comparison chart for, like, some animals. Okay. The results are going to shock you. Okay. Well, I guess one one result. Okay, yeah. What was the most shocking that you that you saw? Okay, well, I'm going to start with like a tiny penis. It's called a shrew. Do you know what a shrew is? Yeah, it's kind of like a mole. Yeah, they have a penis that's like a fifth of an inch. Okay, yeah. That's small. But they're kind of small, yeah. I mean... It says relative to body size. That's pretty good. Now, the next... So it goes shrew, right? Then this is... They're getting bigger as we go down. The next one underneath shrew is a silverback gorilla. Okay. How big How big you think they're... What do you think they're packing? That'd be interesting because they're... Um, uh, six inches? Two inches. Two inches? That big thousand pound beast only has a two inch wing. You know what I'm doing? I'm going to join Pat in Africa and I'm going to find a silverback gorilla and just beat the shit out of him. (laughs) (laughs) Tiny tiny dick nerd and I'll just start whopping him. That's a great... You're just going to bully a a gorilla? Yeah, I'm going to bully him. I'm going to get naked and I'm going to be like, look at this. Look at this! <laughs> and he's, the gorilla's gonna like back off. Then I'll be running the gorilla tribe. Great idea. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Uh, so I feel <laughs> I feel good go about wrong. myself. That's like yeah. man's closest, you know, thing in the animal kingdom. And yeah. they have this tiny little two inch penis. Yeah. Get out of here. This yeah, is a embarrassing. Joke. That yeah. is embarrassing, gorilla. They. I lost so much respect for these. Pussy ass gorillas, <laughs> like seriously, uh, no wonder they're endangered. Yeah. 
Anyway, next on the list is man, obviously. Yeah. Uh, uh, you guys know the stats. Yeah. The next one is pig. Surprising. How big do you think a hog penis can be? Now I'm going to say a foot. Foot and a half. Wow. Surprising. <laughs> right? That's why they call it a hog. Oh, that does yeah. make sense. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's big. Yeah. That's big. Um. Then, so this is the crazy thing. The next one is a horse. Okay. Foot and a half. Same size as a hog. Wow. Hog, hog penis. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is wild. I did not. That is fun facts, dude, I would say. Yeah. I mean, you just learn so much stuff. Um, I mean, the next ones down aren't really that crazy. You got a rhino at two feet. Yeah. Th- you, things When things start getting bigger, you're not so surprised by size. Yeah. Stuff like a bull is two and a half feet. Uh, giraffe yeah. is. A, so a giraffe is four feet long. Uh, I mean, that's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Elephants, six and a half feet. That's a. <laughs> that's me. That's me. Uh, isn't that nuts? <laughs> <laughs> that's big. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't say anything about girth, though. I would like to see girth. We'll and that's an, we'll the to get largest. An on that. That's the largest relative penis size, too. So it's big for their bodies, too. Fun fact uh, of the day. What is this? Argentine blue-billed duck uh, has a 17-inch long penis. Hmm. I don't like that. And, okay, so that's how big their penis is, right? 17 inches? The duck is only 8 inches long. Oh, that's wild. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how that works. It works, baby. It works. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thank I mean, you, Steve. Yeah. Well, just one more. The longest. Okay. I gotta include the biggest one in okay. history. It's a ten yeah. foot long uh, blue whale penis, measuring one foot in diameter. Oh my god. That yeah. is intimidating. That's scary. Yeah, that's big. But like, I'm a foot. That's not a lot of girth to length ratio. So yeah, I'm. I might fight the whale too. Okay, yeah, give it a shot. See what you can do. I don't know if that one work as well. Underwater might be tough for you. I'll bring him on land. You're a good swimmer. Oh, there you go. Beached whale. You got a chance. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I did see. I did want to say. I know it was a good transition from the horses to that old discussion, but I did want to say Arlington Racetrack. I've had some fantastic memories there. I'm very sad to see it go. I. I it is possible it'll remain a horse track because some of the bidders are are their horse tracks that would be buying it. But if it turns into like the Bears with the new stadium of Chicago Bears, I'll be happy that at least it's going to a good home. But the Bears are so bad, it'll be hard for me to, to also see that. But Yeah, the um, Bears kind of suck. Yeah, but uh, anyway, it's 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 an end of an era, I potentially, and uh, it's it's very potentially, and it's it's sad because I've had a lot of great memories there. I've gone there like every summer for a very long time since I was like you know thirteen or fourteen. So um, sad to see. Yeah, it it's sad. I've been there yeah. a few times. I think the only times I've been there is you. Yeah, or yeah. with you. 
Yeah, that's possible. So anyway, she says, that is the biggest penis I have ever seen. And I said, I know. That's why I brought you to the Penis Museum, where tickets are $1,000. I'm going to bash on Taco Bell for a second here. That's fine. Okay, because Taco Bell, I think, is one of my favorite... Fa- I don't get fast food very often, but when I do, it's kind of like the uh, most interesting man in the world. Like, I don't, you know, I don't drink often, but when I do, I prefer Dos Equis. It's similar yeah. But uh, Taco Bell for me, I don't get fast food often, but when I do, it's Taco Bell. And they have disappointed me recently. I've, for a long, long time, I've had a similar order at Taco Bell, which is not like me at restaurants, because usually when I go to a place, I try something new, try something fresh. Yeah. But the one thing that I've always got, no matter what, because I usually get this and something else, but I get a double-decker Taco Supreme. Double-decker Taco Supreme. I, yeah. I've been to Taco Bell a bunch of times. I've never had that. Soft shell Don't taco. Like I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Refried beans and then a hard shell taco. So the, the refried beans keep the two shells touching so they stick together. Yeah, just get a cheesy then, gordita crunch and it's cheese instead of beans. Yeah, you know what? I'll tell you right now, it doesn't... If for some reason, I've had the gordita crunch. It's what I got as a, as a substitute. That's what I'm getting at here. It's not, for some reason, it's not as good. I don't know what it is. I'm telling you. The refried beans, it, maybe the cheese makes it a little heavier or something. The double-decker Taco Supreme was superior in the sense. I I don't know what it is. I Here's what I'll say, though. They I go there, and I'm like, hey, I want a double-decker Taco Supreme. They say, oh, we don't make that anymore. And I said, you don't have refried beans anymore? And they said, no, we have refried beans. And I'm like, you have soft-shell tacos? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. So now, and I didn't want to get in this whole thing while I was there, but 100% next time if they tell me that, I'm like, all right, I would like a soft shell taco with refried beans spread on it, and then I'm going a hard shell taco, uh, a hard shell taco supreme. <laughs> like, and I'm going to make now. it myself if you're not going to make it for me. And I will pay the two separate things because that's at the level I'm at right now. I'm not okay with this. If you're you're going to tell me you can't make that, literally, you were making that a week ago, and all of a sudden you don't have the capability to make that now, even though you have all the same <laughs> ingredients, don't give me that bullshit. Like <laughs> everyone got fired. Okay, everyone got fired. <laughs> the, the managers left. Nobody knows how to make it. And I'll go back there and I'll teach them how to make it. And it'll be terrible because I've never, you know, I can assume how to make it. I make food all the time and I can assume how it's done. But like, I'm sure you could. Here's you the could deal: manage a Taco Bell and it doesn't. Job. It doesn't cost them anything extra. It's not like they have to, you know, create a, a new ingredient. Like I used to get the Baja Chicken Chalupa. Steve, did you ever get that? Uh, yes, yeah. That, but that one had a specific Baja sauce, and they got rid a of... big Baja sauce. Yeah, so they got rid... They had to keep an extra sauce, the Baja chicken sauce, and it was kind of a... The the Chalupa had an interesting shell. So those weren't its normal... Those weren't like normal ingredients for things. So they got rid of the Baja chicken Chalupa like a couple years ago, even though that was a normal order for me. But I understood that. All right, we're going to stop carrying this. You cannot tell me you're not going to make a double-decker Taco Supreme. Like, you don't do that anymore. You can literally just do that. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things when, like, I'm talking to somebody, like, I'm trying to get money back. Like, they screwed me over on something. They're like, oh, sorry, yeah, we don't offer, you know, we can't offer refunds on that. And I'm like, no, actually, and I've literally said this multiple times to you on the phone. No, you actually can because... You know, you control what comes in and out of your account. You can you can decide to give me a refund. You're choosing not to. Don't tell me you can't. Like we don't. Like you can. Like I had this when I had that crazy thing with the uh, rental car in Puerto Rico, and like I'm calling Expedia. I'm like, you guys set me up with a 
company that's fraudulent. I'd like some money. No, we don't offer. You're going to deal with them. We don't offer discounts, you know, or we can't offer discounts. And I'm like, you can because I paid you guys for this. You're choosing not to. (laughs) And I got hung up on so many times calling Expedia. I am I am uh, done using Expedia. I'm like, literally, I will not use, you know, go through something with them again. I had such a terrible experience, you know, use like they basically don't stand behind anything they do. So anyway, but I've done that sort of thing. It's like, don't tell me you can't make You're choosing not. I don't want to make this is what you're saying. I don't want to give you your money back. I don't want to make this double decker taco supreme. Guess what? I would like a double decker taco supreme. I'll pay a premium. I'll pay a premium for this double decker taco supreme. (laughs) It's supreme. You know, it is supreme. It's good. It's a good. Yeah. That sounds good. It sounds shitty. But if you want it, you got it, baby. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, that, that was my rant on Taco Bell. That's why I'm pissed at them. Yeah. I went there like a week ago or something, and my stomach hurt after. Yeah. So I'm pissed at them, too. Not only Jimmy John's and Chipotle. There you go. It's, it's healthy, okay? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. I got really angry at a Taco Bell recently. So, uh, Steve, is there something else you want to get to? Yeah, I got a little bit of a clear up on the plane murder situation. Okay, good. You can't murder people on airplanes. Okay. There's no (laughs) height where that's okay. Yeah, the stupid Tokyo Convention of 1963 made it so that whenever the plane goes up, you have to follow the laws of the country you left. Okay. Oh, the country you left. Yeah, I guess. So the key is to find, like, the most, like, I don't know, what is the loosest laws and get away with whatever you want there. Yeah. And I found, so I found this boat law, too, Jay. Same thing. (laughs) You're talking about maritime law? Yeah, boat law, international, because everyone's like, oh, international waters, you can do whatever you want, right? Yeah. No, you're still under the jurisdiction of the country your boat is registered in. Yeah, there must be a little bit more with that, though, because like they can. Oh, maybe or maybe a lot of those big cruises like register in countries that allow gambling and stuff like that, because, you know, a lot of those allow gambling yeah. where that state might not allow it or that sort of thing. Yeah. So maybe if it's where it's registered, that makes more sense. But OK, so not a lot of murdering allowed on these sort of things, apparently. Well, here's the thing. If I drive out into international waters, right? Yeah. And I murder somebody that's also in international waters, but they're from, like, China. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm going down for that. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so suck it. Also, here's a loophole. This is a fun one. Okay, so you go out into international waters, then you deregister your boat legally. Okay. <laughs> then you're not bound to any laws. You can deregister your boat? Fuck it. I don't know. Sell your boat. Okay. So you sell your boat to someone who's still in the United States. Okay. So then they own the boat. Okay. Or something. I don't know. I, I would be fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to murder somebody. Okay. <laughs> I'm legally... I think you figured it out. And then yeah. I'm going to call the cops on myself. Okay, perfect. And I, this is gonna, that's going to be my defense. Perfect. That, that sounds great, Steve. I think you nailed that. Yeah. I was going to do a Billy Bob Thorne movie review. Hey, do it, baby. 
Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, what's well, like this, you can say three but not four. It's funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut the f up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a, the guy who was six five and shrunk him down for the. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God oh. damn it. I mean, seriously. What is he a dwarf? Of course he's that short. That's... What kind of question is that? Am I on acid? All right. Um, this one I found on... Uh, this was kind of hard to find, and there's not a ton of reviews on it. From 1997. Billy Bob Thornton in A Gun, A Car, A Blonde. From 1997. That sounds hot. Yes, directed by Stephanie Ames, who only directed, produced, and this is uh, Stephanie's only credit on IMDb is this movie. Ugh, that's, that's <laughs> director, tough. director, writer, and producer only did this thing. So, I, okay, here's here's what I'll say about this movie. Um, we'll start with who it's starring. Uh, it's starring the the main one of the main girls in this is Andrea Thompson who I don't know except for I looked it up and she voiced one of the people in uh, a couple of the people in Fallout New Vegas Steed which is a good oh that's cool uh, video game yeah <laughs> so I did enjoy that uh, John Ritter is in this and Billy Bob Thornton so John Ritter and Billy Bob Thornton have a long history together they came into acting um, around the the same time they were friends earlier early in their career actually through their careers. John Ritter passed away at an early age in his 50s, I believe. Um, and he, yeah, 54, he passed away. He passed away in 2003. But he was from Three's Company. Um, he was in Sling Blade with him. He was at Bad Santa with him. He was in uh, a t like a ton, a ton of things with Billy Bob, especially early on. Um, a couple of the other things that I've reviewed. But John Ritter's fantastic. Um, he was in this movie, Billy Bob Thornton's in this movie. The main guy I don't recognize from anything, but basically the main guy in this movie has cancer. The cancer has caused him to be paralyzed from the waist down. He's in a wheelchair. The main guy uh, has a sister who is leeching off him. He has some like workers that are helping him get around. And his sister's boss is Billy Bob Thornton, who's kind of a sleazy lawyer from the South, not shockingly. Uh, and then this guy that's in the wheelchair has an attractive uh, girl that just moved in across the street. She was the one that voiced the things in Fallout New Vegas. So the guy that is in this wheelchair, basically one of the guys taking care of him, says, hey, you know, you don't have to live this kind of miserable life. This guy's kind of falling apart. He's like, hey, I'm dying. You know, I'm, he's really sad, stuff like that. And this guy's like, you can kind of do your own object therapy is basically you can kind of daydream and create an alternate reality that you're living in, right? He was basically saying mm -hmm. when he plays tennis, he pretends he's playing against uh, Johnny McEnroe or something like that. You know, he'll pretend he's playing nice. against somebody. Nice. You know, for you, Steed, if you were playing, uh, what what sport would you play? But hockey. We'd say you're playing hockey. You could play against somebody like 
uh, Dougie Z, right? Doug's more. Yeah, Dougie Z. Yeah, yeah. Just defense, best defenseman <laughs> yeah. the Blackhawks have ever seen. Yeah. And you were getting a fight with him, right? When you're fighting these whales, you can pretend it's him you're fighting, things like that. Yeah, so, yeah. And he never won any of his fights. Yeah, so, so you'd win. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, anyway, this guy's, so this guy's sitting in this uh, chair, this wheelchair is kind of like, all right, I'll imagine that I am basically in a uh, old school detective novel, kind of like Sin City, the movie Sin City. Yeah. So, and it's an interesting concept. So this guy that's kind of suffering in real life is like, all right, I'm just going to pretend I'm living a different life. He pretends he's a detective named Rick Stone. Oh, cool name. And cool name. yeah, Rick Stone. Yes, Rick Stone. Um, yeah, detective. And the attractive girl across the street is involved in this. She got attacked in the middle of the night. Um, so he has to detect, you know, who was the person that, that did this. Oh, yeah. So, of course, he starts having to love, you know, he starts falling in love with the girl across the street and his dreams, his daydreams, you know, they fornicate. Uh, things escalate from there. And, you know, he does this whole investigation and the normal people in his life become characters in this daydream that he's having. So it keeps flashing between this kind of uh, alternate reality where he's Detective Rick Stone and his real life where his sister's leeching off him and, you know, he's falling apart physically and stuff like that. So it's actually a really interesting concept. What I will say is that I think it was a little better concept than execution. The acting is not terrible on this. But the if you saw the quality of this thing, Steve, I mean, this, this is from 1997. You would think this is from like 1983. It, this is like, this was super, this had to be super, super low budget. Uh, this, it's just, it's hard to watch because it's so just kind of poorly produced quality wise is one mm-hmm. thing from it. The second thing is that the writing and stuff, it just... I don't know. For some reason, it was just it like the, cause I said, the concepts are cool, but it's just kind of missing a couple little pieces here or there. I I thought it was it was when I first turned it on. I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be unwatchable. Like that was my first assumption. It is so hard to see to watch this because it just looks so bad. This is going to be hard to watch. And then as I was watching, it actually pleasantly surprised me. It's still not like a great movie, but definitely middle tier. Billy Bob Thornton for me, a gun, a car, a blonde. Pretty, pretty middle of the road movie, but I. You know, I I was expecting absolutely nothing based on on what I saw. So that's like a middle tier Billy Bathorn movie. Wow, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, so I do want to know, Jared. I'm on. I I looked it up on IMDb. I found the top plot keywords for this movie. Okay. You want to know what they are? Sure. This is gonna make you look like a milk drinking pervert. <laughs> okay. Number one, <laughs> number one, female pubic hair. Okay. Number two, female full frontal nudity. Okay. Number three, oversexed woman. Number four, number four, female full rear nudity. That's important. You don't get the full frontal. You you want the full rear too. And number five is large breast. Interesting. Do you you think that is an accurate representation of the plot? Those are the main things that they like. (laughs) <laughs> yes i'm I'm not even kidding that's all that's awful that's insane i remember one scene in the movie that had that like just just frontal yeah like so uh, number six is bare breasts then number seven is man in a wheelchair 
and then, and then number eight no. is private detective. So so the people on IMDb are just super obsessed with boobs. And yeah, then like no. later on they're like, yeah, there's a wheelchair detective. Guy. Yeah, that's that's interesting because that's maybe like you know thirty seconds of the entire movie. <laughs> You know, and it's it's very it's not. I mean, it's full frontal, but it's not like there's not like a you know, it's no penetration or something like that. It's not like that exaggerated of a scene. It's like yeah. a it's like a you know, it's basically he this girl walks out uh, nude and discarded, and then he you know he comes out in a suit and then ends up taking off his clothes. It's nice. Yeah, it's it's all in black and white and. Uh, Anyway, it's but it's a weird. That's no, that's not how I would describe that. I probably start with the wheelchair guy first. Probably start with the wheel guy first, and then the full frontal nudity would be later on, way later on. Yeah, I mean, male male nudity is that's lower. Yeah, that's lower than like held at gunpoint, cancer patient, home care. It's down. Interesting. There. I, I yeah, I'm curious who set these up. <laughs> probably some. Weird I have guy. no idea. Probably some weird. Probably yeah. a weird guy. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, yeah. I'd maybe watch it. I don't think you need to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Middle tier means you know. Go ahead if you really are. If you're at the end of your list and you need something that's very okay, I would. You know, I never like recommend middle tier movies. Upper tier movies, I'll recommend. Middle tier ones is like you're not gonna hate watching it, but like there's no reason to. There's enough other good movies out there. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? Uh, I want to talk about, like, uh, just some dreams. Okay. So I've been having, like, more vivid dreams than normal lately. Okay. Uh, which is fine, right? Yeah. yeah Most I'll of them are that. good. Like, sometimes I wake up and I'm happy. The other night, I had a weird dream. Okay. I want to I wanna see if you can, like, decipher this. Yeah, yeah. So, I was, I was dreaming, right? I, I can't really remember what exactly was going on, but my friends, I'm not going to name them. My friend's dad tried to cuddle me okay yeah like i was lying down yeah and then my friend's dad like lied on top of me and tried to like snuggle up with me okay and i woke up and i was like that was a weird dream i couldn't go back to sleep for like 30 minutes i was like what's wrong with me (laughs) (laughs) what do you what do you think? What do you think that means? So in the dream, were you like cold? Were you at his house? Like where? I can't remember. Okay. I think I was holding something. So all you remember is you just you came up, you got cuddled. I mean, yeah, I mean it could have <laughs> mean a lot of things. You need a warm man's embrace. I think is is one of them. I don't want I a warm it's... man's embrace. Well, maybe you don't think you want it, but it's that's what I'm worried way. about. Now I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Ah! I know, I know. Jay, I don't, want the, I don't want it. I, I don't want the man's embrace. You just have to make it clear that you're not somebody that wants to be touched. I think 
you know, there's certain people in our lives that be like, if they were having a hard time, you'd want to go up and give them a hug. And there's certain people in your life, you're like, you know, you're not going to want to give them a hug. They're prickly people. If you yeah. Know. You just have to become yeah. a more prickly person. I, if you smelled, oh, here's a good idea, Steve. If you smell really bad, like the dad's not going to come up and cuddle you. That's a good point. That's a good point. So maybe, yeah, stop wearing deodorant. Um, but I like when, like, like chicks cuddle me. Like, well, you got to think about the times. Just think about where you're going to be. Next time you go over oh, to a okay. friend's house, don't put on deodorant. And also maybe, like, okay. you know, stick, like, a dead anchovy in your pocket or something. A like dead if you, anchovy. Yeah. 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 Like, if you've got some sort of smell there's no somebody's not going to come up and cuddle you i'm pretty confident in that. maybe when i like lie down i'll put like thumbtacks on my nipples like i'll glue them to my nipples. yes that could work through the so you, yes well so, yeah you don't have to do it straight you don't up. have to glue it onto your nipples like glue it onto the shirt so you just have the pokers sticking through and then yeah then if he comes i need that thing secure your... i need it secure jerry yeah that's fine i i get it i get it it's not no that that definitely works. If you did some of like the um, kind of the '80s goth, where like the or '80s punk with like the actual spikes, oh with, like, yeah, the leather be... and spikes and stuff. Yeah, that could work. I, I, I could go punk to protect myself. Yeah, I would say it's a good just yeah just have a demeanor like get a don't touch me tattoo just some, something that like says like hey don't you know don't cuddle me. Okay. But again. Maybe just give it a shot and see if it was just something you wanted in the dream or if you didn't want it. So that's another option. I guess that the crazy thing is I haven't seen him in like a while. Okay. So that's why I'm more confused. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about it too much, right? I think you'll be fine. I didn't reciprocate in the dream. If I did, then I would be like, whoa. Well, does the little spoon ever reciprocate? It was not a spooning situation. Oh. I was lying down on my back, and then he came to lie down. (laughs) It was like that. Okay. (laughs) I see. I see. Uh, uh, Intertwined. You guys were intertwined. (laughs) I hate it. Well, that's all right, Steve. That's okay. I'm I'm drinking a bottle of vodka tonight to forget. There you go. Yeah, just <laughs> I don't know. I think you might need some like the immersion therapy. Like, just have a picture of him on the pillow next to you tonight, and just see if that works. Maybe you know. That might thinking about him more will get him out of your head or something. Maybe you'll get. It couldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Steve. I appreciate you sharing that with the things. Uh. We did get an email here. I want to go over it real quick. Is there something else you want to get to this week? No. Okay. Go for it. We, we got an email. email. It's it's not necessarily an email uh, that for us to read, but I'm going to add some of these things on here. Mike James, who big friend of the uh, the show, MTJ, Chubstep Mike James. He sent an email, uh, Bollywood Fraser. So Brendan Fraser uh, was sent, he sent a clip, a bunch of things from him in Line of Descent, which is actually a movie that I reviewed on yeah. let me look it up what episode that's his new one it was a it was a newer one yeah it was episode 272 i reviewed uh line of descent so that was actually about a year ago almost a year ago today i reviewed that movie um but 
I talked about how that was a movie that I actually almost put money in. I actually was talking to the producers of that movie at one point, and it was I was very disappointed that we ended up not going with it just because Brendan Fraser was in it. I was very excited about it. So I would have liked to have been part of the Brendan Fraser movie. It was not a fantastic movie, but there are a lot of good quotes from it that I'm realizing more after uh, MTJ sent this uh, list of just a bunch of his quotes from the movie. It is pretty insane. So I will definitely add some of those to our drops, some of these Brendan Fraser quotes. So I do appreciate that. It is our business. No, it's like... The smell of just new money is something else, right? Yeah, yeah. Do I sound like I'm from Russia? Do you? You fat fuck? Look, look, look. I'm just a simple businessman. Today, it's 40. Tomorrow, could be 20. Or 10. Point is, you take what Charu, sir, gives you. This is good metal. Hot damn! I am inspired by your bear-like confidence. <laughs> Woo! You'll talk about the... <laughs> I can talk about the boom-booms. And... You. You. Yeah. You. You are a great man. People always, uh, always good to hear from him and always good people can email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com uh steed will wrap it up there hopefully pat yeah. is back from africa next week we shall the see flight he's he's traveling by boat so oh that could take a while we couldn't afford the flight back oh, yeah budget's not that great budget's not that boats great. are pretty fast now though yes yeah yeah exactly so uh perfect uh new episodes every thursday if you guys enjoy the show share the uh show with a friend tell them to listen to an episode tell them to listen to the episodes that you like if you don't like an episode tell them to skip those ones or maybe start with those ones and then go to better episodes things like that get them hooked get them hooked all right thank treat you it, treat it like if you were trying to get them hooked onto cocaine yes yes you're, you're you're great friends that you're always trying to hook on cocaine try them on this instead see where they go from there yeah New episodes every Thursday. The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.